This is Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda. This is Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda, talking to Oanda senior market analysts across the world. Today, let's join Ed Moyer in New York. Good afternoon from London and a happy new year, Ed. Happy New Year's, Johnny. Great to be back. We've had the latest ISM manufacturing business report just a few moments ago. What has that told us? This is one of my favorite reports. I think that you you have a lot of people that they'll use this report to help price in some of the, the contributing factors for GDP. And I think what's interesting is that you're seeing, uh, you know, the declines, they remain there. You know, manufacturing activity is falling further into contraction territory. I think what was fascinating was that you're also seeing, though, that prices paid are continuing to slide. And, and that's, you know, I think very positive. That's providing more optimism that this inflation fight is is showing progress here. So we've seen those stretch of declines in ISM prices uh, hit the longest uh, period since 1974, 1975. So this is, this is a report that is providing some ammunition here that yes, inflation should continue to come down, uh, but employment this one was a big surprise. This one, they're still hiring. There's still job growth. And unless we see job deterioration, uh, that's not going to alleviate wage pressures. So I think this is an important report. Um, and it will signify that, you know, the Fed, you know, they're they're taking rates to restrictive territory. They're going to have to go a lot further, I believe. And, and I think you're, you're going to see that uh, they're, you know, I think there's, some people were hoping that they were going to be one and done in February. Uh, but I, I, I would not be surprised if we had to see a couple more rate hikes. I think people were thinking the Fed stock plots were a little bit too aggressive. Um, but no, this 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 ISM report is showing you that there is, uh, I think, a lot of mixed signals in the economy. Uh, PMI and new orders production fell to the lowest level since May of 2020. But you're 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 still seeing here, um, you know employment uh, that is 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 not breaking just yet and that's going to complicate um, with what happens with in- inflation and, and I think that you're you're going to have to see that uh, um, there's still a skilled labor shortage problem here I think you're having weaker customer demand orders are slowing down and and I think that uh, you're you're probably going to see that uh, you know the this economy um, is still recession bound, um, and and I think that the, you know, these these latest data points uh, suggest that uh, you're going to see a market that is going to struggle because the labor market is is still impressive. In addition to ISM, you know, they 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 snuck in the Jolts report, and you know, job openings, uh, they actually um, Im- increased. Um, you know, this is the November reading, so we have to take that with a grain of salt. Some seasonal seasonality there, um, but uh, you know, the the uh, November reading came in at you know just over almost ten and a half million, um, and that was from a, an upwardly revised. Uh, so you know, the the October reading got revised higher. So technically, it it, it edged it edged lower, but still, this is you know ten million job openings. This is still showing you a labor market that had a lot of strength in that fourth quarter. And and I think you're going to see that this ISM report is suggesting the labor market in in the manufacturing part uh, um, of the economy is still um, rather healthy. So this is going to complicate what the Fed does. Inflation is coming down, but the Fed is going to have to remain. A, um, aggressive here. So I think, you know, the 
expectations that they might have a couple more hikes is 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 definitely valid um is it going to be more than a couple i i think that you could still make an argument that they might need to do a little bit more so um if that's the case then uh you're you're going to see uh stocks have a, a much harder uh, start to the year. And uh, that, I think that's why you have a lot of pessimism for um, risky assets right now. This report only came out a short while ago, Ed. Has there been any market reaction as yet? When you first take a look at the uh, S&P 500, uh, it you know initially dipped a little bit lower, but now it's it's still right around the the same levels uh, as before the release. Um, I think there's a, a there's a you know it's a mixed report in the sense that uh, employment was so strong. So I think if we would have saw uh, employment the employment component come down, uh, then we would have probably seen um, stocks extend uh, their gains. And, and this is this is a tough market right now because I think you're going to have um, there, there's still a lot of investors that um, are kind of uh, finding so many discounts. They're they're saying, well, you know, tech has been beaten up so much, people are starting to pile back in, but like those rallies are still being faded. Um, so I think this is this is a difficult environment right now. You have uh, investors are, are rushing back into fixed income because you're finally getting yield. Um, so this is this is um, this is going to be a market where um, you're you're not necessarily going to see people go back into stocks. There's some some are going back into fixed income. Fixed income got killed last year. Uh, this year. This year, you know, the you know people are going to be getting uh, quite a few uh, nice percentage points. Uh, that's something we were not used to over the past couple of decades. So this is this is a, a this is going to be a, a, a new Wall Street um, going forward. I think you know the the 60 40 um, you know 60 stocks 40 percent into bonds uh, you know portfolios those those are probably going to become a little bit more popular. And and I think this this is a a market that still has a lot more work that needs to be done to bring inflation down. Disinflation trends are here, but I, I think there's still, um, you know, we're, you know, wait until we see um, inflation below 4% and closer to 3 We're far from that. So the Fed uh, needs to stay the course right now. Let's talk oil now, uh, Ed. And the latest numbers, as far as Brent crude and WTI are concerned, they are down today by quite a bit, actually, around about 4%. Brent crude dipping below 80 again. What is behind those drops in the oil price at the moment? Oil's been so volatile. Um, you know, yeah. If we if we did the podcast yesterday, we would have been talking about uh, you know China uh, boosting their export quotas, uh, and and uh, I think there was uh, some reopening uh, momentum. But like now, no. It seems you know the the headlines are rather concerning. China's struggling with COVID. Uh, healthcare capacity concerns remain front and center and also what you're you're, you're probably going to see is uh there's you know all these restrictions that are, are are going to be put um on on um travelers from china into uh europe and the u.s where uh you know these testing rules are are, are going to i think um probably um provide some um i think um demand destruction for um air travel and i th- I, th- I think this is this is a market that um you know they're i think you know where oil is you know you, you could see oil move 10 percent um just based off of the the demand outlook for china uh, and and the, i think there's uh, been a, a little bit more pessimism here that um it 
you know, the the reopening is not going as planned uh, and that you're probably going to see there's going to be further, uh, I think, uh, downside risks right now. Now, oil, you know, will, will oil break $70? That That's going to be tough because that's where you're expected to see a lot more uh, countries, not just the U.S., fill up their strategic petroleum reserves. And I, I think this is a this is a market that is going to remain very choppy. Um but but I think um, you're you're starting to see um, there is optimism that um, um, we're we're getting closer to to uh, a more, much more normal behavior in in commodity prices and, and in some of these structures. I think uh, you know China, the, the the reports that China was considering lifting their their ban on uh, Australian coal uh, that was a, a rather significant move. Uh, I, I think you're going to see that uh, demand for commodities is still going to be somewhat strong. I think you're going to have the, the emerging market space is going to probably outperform. Uh, but right now, this is this is a market that uh, you know where and, and until we see um, more, I, I think, um, clearer signs that uh, uh, Chinese demand is healthy. Um, some of the economic data has been a little bit better out of Europe. So I think, you know, you, 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 you know, is the bull argument still there for oil? Do, you know, I think, you know, we could easily see Brent above $85 in the next month or so. I think there's, there's, um, you know, we're probably just a one or two headlines away from something triggering that type of momentum. Um, but, but um, no, right now this is a, uh, you know, oil's been, you know, getting hit hard here. And uh, some of that is, is, is because there's, there's a lot of pessimism and you've also um, um, I think some people were a little bit, um, surprised at, at, at some of uh, the, the strength that the dollar has provided, but um, I, I don't think that is going to be long lasting. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but uh, oil is, uh, oil is, uh, you know, right now it's looking cheap. Finally, Ed, let's look at crypto and it's been fluctuating over the last few days, not by very much, but I suppose uh, those in the crypto market will be uh, all eyes on what's going to come from the regulators in the next few weeks and months. Very much so. I mean, this is the moment. I mean, uh, a lot of these major banking regulators are um, expressing their concern, um, you know, the, the dangers of contagion. Um, there's, uh, I think, um, still a lot of uh, exposure to FTX and some of these other key, key crypto companies that have gone under. Um, and, and I think I think that um, there's you know, I, I think too many there's a lot of downside risks right now for crypto. I, I think whether it's um, what's happening with stablecoin, whether it's happening with other key um, uh, companies that are struggling right now to um, provide clarity on 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 how they are functioning and and what their reserves are um i I think i think what you're you're starting to see is there is uh, a a lot of a lot of downside risks a lot of people who are taking their money off exchanges they're going to to cold storage and this is looking like a a market that has uh seen uh, quite a big hit here you know i think when we take a look at the argument you know when bitcoin has its bear markets uh some of these slumps are rather extreme over the past decade and remember bitcoin just had its birthday uh just yesterday uh so uh, i mean this teenager of an asset class is uh you know still fairly new but you know we, we've seen a 91 percent drawdown uh you know over a decade ago and then you know around that 2013-14 time we had an 81 percent drawdown then uh the 
the, the, the big collapse from uh, 2017, 2018, um, there was another 83% drawdown. And that one took over 53 weeks. Right now, we're down around 70, almost 75%. And that's been in just over a year. And this is this is, this is is a very um, difficult um, downturn that we're, we're, we're seeing because uh, uh, you, you've, you've had both retail and institutional um, um, big time investors get hit hard um so 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 now it's you know the you know will we will we see some of these uh, key levels um and past drawdown uh, retracements respected i think there's a good good chance that uh you know the you know people are um waiting you know they're, they're just waiting they're waiting you know do we see prices tumble to 14,000 or 10,000 and if so um as long as nothing major broke then that's probably when people are going to get back in. So I, I think there's there's a lot of um, long-term optimism still there, but over the short term, I think there's still a lot of pain that can come into the crypto space, and that's why a lot of investors are they're they're uh, the active traders. They're trading the ranges because this has been a very range-bound market. Uh, but I, I think the the current slump might not be over just yet. But there's there's probably um, good reason to be optimistic long-term. Okay, very interesting stuff. Uh, Ed, thanks very much for joining us today, and we'll speak to you again soon. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Happy New Year. Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda.